the B2B Messaging Podcast by Winter. Welcome back to B2B Messaging Podcast. Today I have Shriti Jaiswal, Product Marketing Manager at Streetlight Data. Shriti, thanks so much for being on today. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. want to jump right in, get to know you a little bit better. How did you get started in product marketing and why did you choose that path? Sure. So I I started my career in engineering and then I was planning to do my master's and somehow I evolved myself into the marketing role where I got into like brand management and marketing. And while I was working there, I also wanted to like grow a little bit into like the, you know, marketing and analytics role and things like that. So I, I did a little bit of things there. And then somehow I ended up in a tech company in their product marketing role doing like a community marketing for them. And because I have some background in engineering and I also work in e-commerce space, when I came to B2B space back in the marketing field, I realized there was a lot of need and demand for product marketers. PMM role, I feel that it sits very nicely between so many teams. And because it is such a heavy tech role with like set things to do, I felt that with my background in engineering and brand and advertising, I could bring some more colors to this field. So yeah, I think my passion for tech, marketing, problem solving, and a little bit of creative aptitude kind of like helped me to come back into this part. So getting to know a little bit about your company, how is messaging currently being done at Streetlight Data? So I would say there is there is not a single straightforward method for or method or a framework to do that. In most cases, it involves like I think in, in general messaging involves a lot of research and that research helps you define the messaging in any company, right? So I think what we start with is like for me, I usually start with understanding various aspects that may influence the messaging, understanding what it is that you want to message, whether it is a product, whether it is a service, and most importantly, trying to understand who are you doing it for. So you want to know them, what they are doing without your product, right? That's very important. Like, what are the alternatives today? What are their pain points? And what is it that is keeping them up at night? What is their biggest goals? And what role does your product, your service kind of offers that would help them achieve or move towards that goal? And while doing that, you also want to understand that whatever you say, whatever you do, will they really care about what you're offering? And then you want to think about that emotional, that functional or that social side of your solution to kind of help them understand what you're trying to say, right? So I think there are a lot of things that we do. We also try to understand like perspectives from of our audience, from like folks like sales, customer teams, to try to understand what is the right way to position that, to step in the shoes of the customers and then ultimately build that messaging. So understanding that you're getting the feedback and the research to build the messaging, there's not really a specific framework for it. Who is it that creates the key messages that you want sent out to the market? So in most cases, in my organization, it is the product marketing team that is behind the positioning and the messaging. So whenever we plan something, whenever a a product is about to be launched or a campaign is about to be built, we go through the whole process of building a go-to-market framework. And that go-to-market framework, PMM team takes the lead on it. And then we work with like some of our content team members to create various assets to help push that messaging into like different resources. But at the back of it, it's the product marketing team and me, myself and my team members who create this positioning and messaging. So understanding that product marketing is the one that takes on the key messages. 
Whose responsibility is it to take that messaging and turn it into website copy? I think in my organization, there is a understanding that has been developed over a period of time. For example, when it comes to like certain topics and themes where messaging is being built with like, you know, that thought leadership angle or brand angle in mind. So in those situations, we have the content team that takes the positioning that PMM team creates to build and develop that website copy. Now, if there are some of these copies or some web pages that are more product focused or which is more solution focused, then that's where I or my team, the product marketing team, that takes the lead. So with the understanding that you're continually getting that feedback, you're looking for research, how do you know that your messaging is working? <laughs> That's a very good question. I think there is there is not one single way to know that or pinpoint and say that now we know this particular way is working or not. So we try and we keep testing our messaging based on like several hypotheses and also in some cases few metrics. So for example, we would do a lot of A-B tests if we are doing like an email, right? So we'll do like subject line testing, we'll do headline testing. What are those few terms that is help that is helping open an email or click on an action button on in your email newsletter? We also do track visitors and conversion rates on our landing pages. So let us say that you're creating a case study for a certain segment of audience. So you want to look at those clicks and those conversions most importantly from that segment of audience. And you want to see if there is some tweaks that you want to make to appeal to them with a different angle, for example. So yeah, there are various things you want to like also look at like the keywords, which is helping you convert. What are those messaging in your ads that has been performing great for a long time? We have had some of these ads which have been performing good actually for a long time and we have not tweaked them but when we try to take the similar angle with something different it, it sometimes backfires as well right so you have to you have to test and try depending upon what you are talking about who you're targeting in the past we've also done surveys for example to understand how people relate to a certain industry term so that we know that whether we put it in our messaging or not so yeah so there, there are several things like that and then we also check in downloads and, and we also talk to like sales reps to identify what approach or content is working for them when they are going ahead and talking to them so yeah so all of these things and in the product definitely you want to look at at the product adoption you want to look at if your message is sticking with your customers right so you want to you you want to like talk to your team and understand if there is a messaging that is confusing to a customer or prospects and you want to reevaluate from time to time so yeah i would say there there are a lot of things that you have to do in terms of like ongoing and like keep tweaking and evaluating all the work so you've talked about how you're you're using these metrics to validate the messaging, you're going to different departments. What other ongoing activities, if any, do you use to improve and optimize your message? So, yeah, so like some of the things that I think I already mentioned, like the keywords are looking at different ad groups. We also like talk to like our sales and customer teams to understand the audience mindset. I sometimes would like sit on customer calls and try to understand what are the, those pain points that customers or the prospects are mentioning. I also talk to like individual reps in terms of like some deals that they have been, you know, they have gone in the past. So, and, and there are like certain cases, like for example, if you have some webinars that you're hosting, you also want to look at like the questions that people are posing during the question during these webinars like what are the main theme behind those questions are is there is there any concern that is coming out of those questions is there anything that they're not understanding about your offering so you want to like try and base all this upon so many metrics but also upon the intuition trying to understand putting yourself in the feet of the customer right so i would say at the 
end of it, create as many, you know, different resources to help your prospects, your customers understand what is it that your product is offering. If you're saying, for example, that your product is quick, then show it how it is quick, right? So you create guides, you create demos, you use webinar as an opportunity to like bring like these different customer champions to show other everybody else like how they are solving their challenges as well. How often do you make changes to your messaging and your positioning? So I think it, it depends on what, what we are building, what kind of campaign it is and things like that. So I would say usually if I want to put a time frame, it would be between like a few weeks to two months or so. So we have a great ops team which help us do a look back. They try to help with help us with different analyzing different channels and depending upon how much time we have run an ad or like a campaign and, and give us a run through of what has worked versus not and give a very decent comparison of like like previous webinars or previous campaigns or different things that we have done, email marketing and things like that. So yeah, I, I would say sometimes between like few weeks to two months if you're running a very a campaign which is like, you know, you know that there is a very strict timeline and then you also want to have get that opportunity, for example, to like push different ideas if you have different ideas in mind. So yeah, I, I would say depending upon what you're building, how you're building, what your timeline is, it may vary. So this question is a little bit more personal to you. Is there a, a product or a company or a specific launch that you had the most fun working on the messaging? Yeah, there, there are so many. I think so. So just to give you an idea of what we do as a company, so we are in big data mobility solutions. So we help people understand how people, cars, truck, bike, pedestrian, they move on the road and use that use and fill their data gaps with that, right? So because this is very interesting, this campaign we have revived this campaign again in some form. So I, I can bring that up. So we did a campaign on EV last year, which is electric vehicle, right? So it was an interesting one because at that point of time, we were defining what our offering for the EV in the EV industry looks like. And we were at the same time trying to understand the audience. Now, what you have to understand is that the EV segment generally is very, very strongly influenced by government policies. So at that point of time, the market was still accepting these big policies and customers themselves were trying to understand what the needs are, right? So we had to revisit our product to understand what is the value of our existing offering. Do we need to create a new offering from what we already have? So th there was a lot of discussion within the organization. There were a lot of stakeholders that were involved in making a decision. My own manager was at the forefront of like, you know, building these relations and trying to like bring all these stakeholders together. So we had to follow through with the whole plan of like, what, what are these things that we are offering, how we are offering to them, how is it valuable, and then devise those strategies to educate the market, which had some knowledge, but was still trying to understand their positioning in terms of what they want to do with like these data, right? So at the same time, trying to be like enough comp competitive enough. So I guess, yeah, that I would say was one of the very interesting projects that I have done. And now a lot of things have changed. We are again, reviving that campaign. But yeah, the offering has evolved. The market has evolved a lot compared to what we did, but very interesting project. To become great at crafting messaging, what do you think is needed? There, there are so many things that you can actually say. So I think there are a couple of things that you could do. First of all, I would say it's very important for you to know about your audience and try and keep learning more and more about them. 
you need to understand how do you evolve your messaging as your audience grows, as your market grows. But at the same time, you want to know where, what is the pace of your audience? For example, if you're in, if everybody's talking AI, do you want to talk AI just because everybody's doing it? Is, is your audience capable enough or progress enough to understand that as well, right? So you want to have that fair balance. Ask as many whys as possible. I usually try and go through like four or five rounds of why. Why is this really important? Why Why is it that the customer would be looking for something like this, right? So know all those things. Know why some of the deals are working, some are not working. Try to understand where is your competition better than you, right? So go, go and do some win and loss strategies, understand those as well. Be open to feedback, you know, take that with a grain of salt and try to learn and like just keep growing. You talked a little bit about learning. What do you learn and where do you learn it? So I would say if you're in the field of marketing, you want to be fairly, you know, you, you want to be understanding where the market trends lie, where it is going. So try and read as many, you know, forecasts as possible. There are a lot of these different, you know, the eBooks that gets released, which talks about what to expect in next year and where is the market going and things like that. So I would say like, you know, just, just LinkedIn is a very good source for me. I try to go there. Twitter is a very good source for me. Follow certain companies that you think is the field of marketing. There are a lot of, you know, folks who are experts in PMM field. So try and follow them, hear their podcasts and things like that. I also am a part of Product Marketing Alliance community. So, you know, they have different Slack channels and they also have a website from there where I read and engage in a lot of stuff. So I guess I would say I would tell people to like, you know, go and follow them and also like be a part of their community. There are a couple of books, I would say. Misunderstood is one of the books that they released last year, I believe. And then there are a couple of good books like Crossing Crossing the Chasm, Tipping Point, which are really great. So definitely, you know, read them if you're in the field of marketing. Shriti, I very much appreciate you being on today. Again, this has been Shriti Jaiswal, Product Marketing Manager at Streetlight Data. Do you have any parting words of wisdom, any tips that have helped you throughout your career? I, w- I would say, yeah, just keep learning, keep growing, and never, never give up. I would, I would just say that. There is always, there is, you know, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. So <laughs> thank you for having me here today, though. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Okay. This has been B2B Messaging Podcast. We'll catch you next time.